Hi, Eric Lehman. Hi, Michael Brown. We're back. I know, it's been forever. It has actually been like... Were we supposed to acknowledge that? Is it okay to acknowledge that? I We've think We've been so. gone for a while. I know. Well, like a few people I know who have listened to So Purse, um, which is what you're listening to, um, have like... It's been like a few people have definitely said, oh, like... When's the next episode? Or like, oh, it's been a long time. Are you guys yeah. gonna like keep doing that? And yeah. the answer is yes, um, obviously. We are. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. No, it's actually been crazy though. Like, you know, I've said to you, I don't know if I ever actually said this on the show. I, I probably did on like the second episode, but I've been saying to you and to everybody, like, there have been a lot of people in our lives, like in our real lives, not mm-hmm. just like our internet personas Mm -hmm. that have like come up to us and been like oh i listened to the podcast and it's so good and to me like i find it so weird because so like all the podcasts i've done in the past people in my real life haven't listened to them and so it's been really nice though to hear from people that we actually know in person in real life that have said they listen to the show that they enjoy the show yeah and then we so in order to thank them we took a month off (laughs) (laughs) yeah right although maybe we were just like making them like appreciate us more yeah it's true like fine wine we were like you need a break now and then i guess that's fine i was gonna say like the absence makes the heart grow fonder. oh i like that yeah i like um, that. that's good but sure so a fine wine that you need a no no you're from. right you're right that okay. really didn't work i was talking about like aging and things no but oh, you're right okay. absence makes the heart grow fonder i like that yeah yeah that's yeah yeah a much better uh phrase mm-hmm. for this situation i know well, it's fun like it what you listen to is exactly how we are when eric and i just hang out the the two of us it is just an actual conversation mm-hmm. that it's like being in the room with us for people who do know us it is Mm -hmm. and for anyone who doesn't know us we hope that you're kind of again getting to know us more and more through listening and And i mean uh, we literally are just sitting in a room having a conversation yeah it's the conversations we like essentially before we podcast we like in air quotes podcast for like a good hour and a half beforehand on our like Oh yeah, our commute here on our way back to Eric's place. So, but thank you to everyone who has listened because it's been so nice to hear all of that feedback and encouragement, and we're glad people are enjoying the show and yeah, planning to do more now. And that's why we came back too, right? It's not like oh yeah, we totally would have just let it die if no one was listening or if people were like, "Mm, you guys, I know if no one was really should put this thing to bed. Well. that would have been mean if someone actually said like, "Hey, like, cut it out." Like, yeah. no, for me it was it was I guess um, that yeah, like a couple people had said, "Oh, like, when's the next one?" They're like, and then I went like, "Oh shit!" Like, there are actually people who want more of this. Yeah. We should we should actually like commit to to making another episode because yeah. otherwise it probably would have just fallen by the wayside. Summer is busy, you know, like because. Since the last episode, I was on vacation for, like, close to two weeks. Mm -hmm. Then, um, it was... I think you were sick or I was sick. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. We had an office party on... Because when we normally record, right? Yes, So we had that. And then... I was sick, yeah. and then you were away. Yeah. And then here we are. So it's been busy. It's been yeah. summer, typical summer, you know. Mm-hmm. But now we're back, and we're grateful that we have people listening, and we're going to do more. So And we're going to talk exciting. about funny women. Yes. So, because some of you may know, recently a movie called Ghostbusters was released, and there was some controversy about it, and there were some people that were not very excited about the fact that this new rebooted Ghostbusters features four hilarious women comedians in the lead roles. Um, 
And so we both we both saw it, and I felt like it would be a good topic to talk about because in general, I find women so much funnier than men. Mm-hmm. My favorite comedians are all women. the The movies that I like, the comedy movies that I love, are because of the hilarious women that are in these movies. Yes, and it to me is just so stupid that like it's 2016, and there's still people out there like being assholes to women for the for the sake that for the just for the pure fact that they are women Mm -hmm. and it's like really have we not moved beyond that like let us celebrate how hilarious these people are and i mean ghostbusters if we want to talk specifically about the movie was definitely funny and those four comedians kristen wig melissa mccarthy leslie jones leslie jones and kate Kate mckinnon McKinnon are four of the funniest people ever Mm -hmm. like i love all of them so much uh, I mean, the movie, I thought it was, I was expecting it to be funnier. I was hoping it was going to be funnier. It was still really good and everyone should go see it. It is, it is really funny and the really movie, enjoyable movie. Yeah. Like the movie is certainly enjoyable. It's good. And of, okay. Um, in terms of like whole like summer movies and one, I saw, uh, Captain America mm-hmm. back in May. Then mm-hmm. I saw nothing till Ghostbusters. Really? Right. Yeah. It was a long stretch, right? Nothing till Ghostbusters since Ghostbusters in like the last two weeks i've seen finding dory and star trek um in the last three that i've seen mm-hmm. ghostbusters definitely the best of of all of those is it an amazing movie no uh is it as funny as bridesmaids hell no mm-hmm. but it's still pretty good and the people in it are great and and you know i want to see more of that yes yeah there's so much potential there and like for sure, the best part of the movie was those four actresses. Like, they're so... They, they're what... They're the reason that I wanted to see it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely, like, what saves that movie and what makes it, like, worth seeing is how funny they are and their chemistry that they have. Like, mm-hmm. it's really good. Do you, Did you watch the original Ghostbusters movies? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, there were only two, right? They never did two. Ghostbusters yeah, 3? No, okay. they never did. Yeah, I've seen um, them. How did you feel about the fact that this movie was, like... A reboot of the franchise and did not take place in like the same like universe. the same universe. It's not like oh, one of them is like so and so's daughter or like niece or granddaughter, even although they aren't that old. Yeah, so. um, I thought it was like the right direction to go. Like they weren't they they had a ton of fan service in it, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they weren't like saddled by like having to make everything fit within that same universe. Yeah. Like, um, and it made sense that you know the world. The world didn't know about ghosts, right? Like, they were discovering all of this stuff for the first time. They don't know, like, who Slimer is. They don't know, like, the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Like, all yeah. of that stuff was new to these characters. And, like, I think it made... It gave them a lot more freedom in terms of, like, introducing those characters in this new world and that story and stuff. So I think it made sense. And, I mean, I think everyone knows, like, a lot of the original actors from Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, like, were made cameos in the new one. And, like... Yeah. So there was definitely a lot of tie-in, but I think it made sense for them to, like start fresh and mm-hmm. you know they've i think they're obviously going to do a sequel i think it has done well enough already that they're gonna they're gonna make another one yeah um and i'm excited for that because then they'll have like they've already set up who these characters are in this world and the you know so they'll be able to just sort of like hit the ground running on the next one and not have to worry about setting everything up again like so hopefully there'll be a lot more room for them to like play off each other and and let the funny come out a little more so who was your favorite I mean, that's like choosing between like your kids. Like I love them all so much, but I would have to say, I mean, I think my favorite of all of them anyway is Kate McKinnon. Okay. 
So I think that Kate McKinnon as a comedian is hysterical. Yeah. We've both seen her live. She's yeah. great. Um, I actually thought that Leslie Jones was like my favorite in... I mean, this is certainly for her, like, breakout, like, you know, she's been on SNL, but, like, for the world at large, this is her, like, introduction to a lot of people, and, like, couldn't have been a better introduction, I think, for, like, for the world to, like, meet Leslie Jones. Well, okay, so you know what's crazy is that um, I was reading, I think that this was, like, one of the first movies, if not, like, the first to have um, three of its lead stars were all women all over 40. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate McKinnon is the only one not over 40, but mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, and Leslie Jones were all over 40, all lead characters in a blockbuster franchise, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, great. And, yeah, it was fun. Although I'm also, like, shocked that, like, all of them are over 40. Like, they all look like they're, like, later 30s, but yeah. not, like... Yeah. Because it's not like they're, like, 40 or 41. No, they're, like, mid to late for... Oh, Kristen Wiig isn't, though, actually. Never mm-hmm. mind. I take that back. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I liked that movie, and I don't, I don't understand the kind of backlash that it received. No, I know. it's It was, like, completely blown out of proportion and like the way that the way that leslie jones i mean like she had to quit twitter for like i think a couple of days because she was getting so much like hate Mm -hmm. for the fact that she was like a lead character in a movie who was a woman who was black like it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and and you know for me it's like it's like she's hilarious what like what's the big deal like people are so attached like it's ruining it's ruining this franchise from my childhood or something like get over yourselves like and to be so like openly disgusting to someone like that like it's just it was like it was terrible yeah terrible what she went through and she's so funny like i don't know how you can how you can look at someone like that regardless of their race or their gender or whatever and be like no i hate her like just like despite the fact that she's so funny like how do you how do you not get one over when you see her like performing and like being so hilarious Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that's what matters like that's why people should love her so in terms of uh other funny women mm-hmm. um who because you said uh, all of your favorite comedians are yeah. women who who are your favorite so for me like the easiest way that i can think of like a group of of funny women that i love is every year like the emmys right so like best leading actress at the emmys is always to me an impossible choice like i think last year it was like lisa kudrow for the comeback julia louis dreyfus from veep uh, like Ellie Kemper from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like uh, um, oh my God Frankie from Lily, uh, Lily, Lily Tomlin, Tomlin from Grace and Frankie, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. and and I think Amy Poehler last year for Parks and Rec and like mm-hmm. Tina Fey like Thirty Rock like I can't I would not if I were on the Emmy like voting committee I would look at this list and be like can we just give them all awards because I cannot pick between like who is the funniest out of those people it's impossible to choose like Veep is one of my favorite TV shows ever. Oh, really? Led it's by... good. Oh, my God. It's incredible. You still haven't watched it. I watched yet? half of one episode. Oh, my God. It is so good. I, I, I was, so like, funny. just starting to get into it, and then I decided I wanted to watch, like... Something, something serious? <laughs> something, <laughs> something gay. <laughs> and something serious. And then I found that in London Spy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Featuring no funny women. 
No, no. It has Charlotte Rampling, but she's not funny in it. Right. It's very serious. Drama. It's yeah. high drama, yeah. But, like, Veep, yeah, Veep is incredible. And I feel like it, uh, so much of that show comes from the, like, hilarious mind of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And she's just, like, she's she's amazing. She's, Was she, like, a writer or something on that show? or like? A... I think she's, like, one of the co-creators of the show okay. or, like, executive producer or, like, something. Well, plus, but I think she has, so, she has a lot of creative input in the show. Yeah. So, and, like, and timing on the lines and oh, the pacing God, of yeah. what she's saying. And that cast like the way that they like like it's just it's so incredible it's just so so funny you look at like the west wing or whatnot and how that's such a serious take on the white house so then when i see something like this i'm like that's not the white house like no and then i'm like oh well i feel like probably like the white house is like somewhere in between the two of those Mm -hmm. where there is that Mm -hmm. and then there is also the like obviously extremely serious that's the thing is like you think you like watching veep you think like oh my god there's no way that like any of this shit ever happens but then when you really stop and think about it you're like that's probably exactly what happens like not with the perfect comedic timing and stuff obviously but like the situations they get into and the way they talk to each other and like the amount of fucks flying everywhere like it's probably exactly what it's like to work at the white house and like and her character like selena meyer is I believe she's a Democrat, although I don't know if they ever say on the show. It's just kind of left very ambiguous. But she's like a mix of, she's a mix of like that that person you want to root for. Like you feel so bad for her in a lot of situations because she's clearly so genuine. Like just wants to do good. She wants to like be vice president. She wants to like she's just so excited to like serve, but also so like poorly treated, and you yeah. feel so bad for her. But she's also completely like Sarah Palin esque in the way that she like doesn't know a lot about what's going on and like Mm -hmm. but then there are times where it's like she's on it she's firing on all cylinders and you're like damn like she's a badass like it is just so it's so good it's so good I love without getting too VP here and again Mm -hmm. I can only speak from half of one episode (laughs) Um, but I loved that thing with the like reusable or like the corn like utensils or whatever <laughs> someone goes to stir a coffee and the spoon bends itself in half like yeah i was dying so good it's like a stupid gag but it made me laugh a lot so, <laughs> and so, she's so got good. it and she's just like do you think this is like just like fucking take this back like yeah. it's it's i, I you know i want to watch more you so should have you to definitely watch should more. it's such an so, amazing show okay. and like maybe that's what i'll do yeah you should you should totally watch me but like yeah to me like those women that always get nominated for those awards and stuff it's like so and i don't i don't know what it is about funny women that i'm so drawn to like mm-hmm. that i i you know i look at the list for like best actor in a comedy and i'm like yeah you know they're funny like they're good actors and stuff but like i don't have that like admiration and respect and like just overwhelming like love for those people that i do for the for the hilarious women that are like on tv it's it's so different i mean you and i both love kathy griffin okay so i was gonna say from your list right there yeah that was very much a list of funny actresses yes um uh, as opposed to like comedians, stand-up comedians, yeah. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, is there like a, a difference to you, or do you kind of put them all um, together? Like, is your list of you know female comedians as long as it is like you know? Of- yeah, I don't, th- I don't separate it in terms of like, oh, you know, TV actresses or movie actresses or stand-up comedians or anything. Like, I just think of them as like I, I put Kathy Griffin in that same list. I put like 
um, like Eliza Schlesinger, like mm-hmm. in that list, like Amy Wanda Schumer, Amy Schumer, like Wanda Sykes does stand up yeah. and like, but, but she's also an actress and like, I mean, even Ellen DeGeneres, like her, mm. she doesn't do stand up anymore. She but oh man, when she did like, her she has just a couple yeah. of like recorded stand up specials, yeah. but oh man, they are so, they're so, um, like there's, it's smart. Yes. Like that's yes. so, and it's the exact opposite, um, of like Kathy Griffin stand up, which is like stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. just like someone mm-hmm. and their delivery is so funny. Whereas mm-hmm. like Ellen has like planned out these jokes yes. and written the one about procrastination, these. the way how it like she starts off the set talking about procrastination and then just continues on and slowly you forget about it. And then by the very end, she comes back around to procrastination and you're like, Oh my God, like the whole thing was, and it's just so like perfectly planned out. And, and yeah. Yeah, she's she's her standup is so different from what she does now. Yeah, like if you watch her show, she as a person has clearly changed, and a lot of her standup. Um, she has one special from I think just a few years after she came out, and after that whole thing happened on mm-hmm. her her mm-hmm. sitcom, and I think the world sort of came crashing down on her, mm-hmm. and it's like you can tell that that comedy is coming from a very like not a dark place, but a, a an dark angry place. place. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she's sort of, she's sort of like using it as a, a healing yeah. mechanism. Right. And it is fucking hilarious, yeah. Yeah. but she's clearly now in such a better place and her life has changed. And she's such a more positive person overall yeah. that like her style of comedy and stuff. Now she's, I mean, she's still hilarious. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the like practical joke type of comedy that she likes to do on her show. Yeah. Like sometimes it's really funny. Like if the person that's, being pranked or whatever is like a good sport about it and like playing along but um i prefer more like like smart comedy but also like stand-up yeah you know style yeah. like well I, like and i love kathy griffin mm-hmm. i love her mm-hmm. um, i'm like, so glad we saw her in person yeah like, that was a really fun experience right i've seen her like amazing. five times or something like yeah. that i came out after one of her shows right like mm-hmm. you know important a, a great story for another episode <laughs> yeah like you know she is just incredibly funny to me. She, uh, I felt like a couple years ago though, she went a little too reality heavy for anyone else mm-hmm. who's a Kathy Griffin fan. I saw her stand up and she probably had two of the times that I saw her one, even more than the other where she focused. It was like, she was going through the Bravo TV rotation mm-hmm. and was just like talking about all of the reality shows. And I missed her talking more about the celebrity run-ins and her family and just like funny observational shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'd just gone way too. And like, I found it way less funny because you had to be watching all of these reality shows mm-hmm. to get almost any of the jokes. And she's kind of swayed back away from that now, um, which is good. And then she announced like today, um, she's got a new book coming mm-hmm. out. Um, called like a to z like guide to it's right here it's right uh no uh at q jeopardy music get kathy griffin celebrity run-ins celebrity run-ins yes and it's like an a to z like of like her just celebrity stories and Mm -hmm. whatnot and it hits stores tuesday november 22nd so that's fun a good christmas gift for (laughs) some today's sponsor is kathy griffin yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, but no, like she's always just been so hysterical to me and some of her like stand up, um, especially in like 2005 to mm-hmm. like 2008, she'd like some of her best like recorded 
stand-up yeah. specials and whatnot. Um, but I would highly recommend anyone yeah. listen to her. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing I love about Kathy is just that she's so, like, doesn't give two fucks about anything, like, doesn't care what anyone thinks about mm. her. She will tell the truth about anyone, like, go after anyone. Yeah. Like, her, uh, I love. And then she'll go home and eat a bowl of cake soup, like, you know? <laughs> exactly. Who cares? I loved um, when she, well, she still hosts that, like, New Year's Eve thing with Anderson Cooper. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, I she'll love... take her dress off on TV, live TV. Who yeah, cares, right? Right. And and when um, it was like the first time she'd done it, and she thought that they went to commercial because um, Anderson was like, "Oh, okay, we'll be right back." And they were standing up on like one of the risers overlooking Times Square, and this guy kept shouting at her. And so then Anderson says, oh, "Okay, like we'll be right back, right?" So she thinks it's cut to commercial. She then shouts over the side, "Hey, hey!" Hey, buddy, I don't go to your work and knock the dicks out of your mouth while they're, like, still live on the air. And that was, like, the best. I remember, like, watching this, like, PVR'd and just being like, oh, my God, no, I didn't just hear that. (laughs) And this was, like, before YouTube, I think, had, like, become really popular where, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of stuff was getting uploaded onto it. So Mm -hmm. it was actually hard to find. Like that clip. Like that clip for yeah, yeah, for yeah. a little while um and yeah so i like saved it on like my dvr for like two or three years She's until so it was like easily accessible yeah 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 but i mean the other thing is too and i think this applies to all of the funny women that we've talked about all the funny women that we love like is that like you know kathy in particular they're funny and they're like these kick-ass women but they also they're all such like advocates for the things that they believe in like i mean amy poehler has like a school um like she's co-founded like a comedy school and she does like smart women which i think is like a website and a like foundation or something that she started and and kathy you know does everything for like lgbt rights and like Mm -hmm. they're they're all such and amy schumer is like constantly giving interviews and stuff talking about like you know being real and like not conforming to you know she's sort of all about like not conforming to traditional like standards and all this kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. you know there's such it's it's like so much more than just their funniness it's the fact that they're all these like these like great wonderful women like that are doing good and making people laugh and like that's why i fucking love them they're Mm -hmm. hilarious yeah and and, you know and i would also say like going back to like the division sort of between like stand-up comedians and like i mean samantha b too is someone that i've like recently fallen in love with is so good if you're not watching her show full frontal yeah with samantha b it is yeah it's so fantastic and that is like she her show and and her like comedy is such a great example of like smart comedy like she's making such great commentary on like real serious things but doing it in a way that is so hilarious but also but funny because it's true she's really not she's not like she's not making jokes she's like saying stuff that is true and the way it comes out and the way she talks about things and the like Analogies of the stuff that she makes is yeah. so fucking hilarious. So, okay, do you think that the um, uh, interviews, whenever she's, like, interviewing someone mm-hmm. about some sort of crazy topic who's typically, like, on the side that is hard to fathom, mm-hmm. let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, do you think that they film her reaction shots separately, or do you think they're filming that? Because I feel like if I were being interviewed by her and she's doing these reaction shots of like hmm like you know scrunched her face like oh mm, really like I I don't know if I would I but they make it 
look like they're filming that at the same time. And I wonder, because if she's actually doing that, while she, then, like, kudos to her for, like, fucking just, like, going right at it and, like, going for the person and, like, whatever it is that they're trying to pitch. Yeah. Because I think that's hysterical. Yeah. But I can't imagine that they would still have the people saying, you know, some of these heinous or ridiculous things to her if she uh, were doing that. Because, like, wouldn't you feel a little off Like, you think the person would stop and be like, why are you, like, making that face? Yeah, like, or, like, why are you making fun of me while I'm trying to tell you No, I'm sure sometimes, I'm sure sometimes they're sort of cut maybe out of sequence or something, or, like, she gave that face when they were done giving their answer, but they sort of cut it in, like, mid-answer or something. But I think a lot of times she probably does, like, totally go for it. And like, I mean, you will see, you will see times where she'll completely call someone out or be like, oh, like poor you, like you need to give me a hug or something. Right. And the people must be like, why is she like, why is she being weird? Or why does she think I'm like crazy? But I think but, she does again, totally do go think, for though, it. That, you know, she might like have the recorded one where she says, oh, like, oh, poor you. And then she like in the interview might be like, oh, poor you. And like, they get the shot of a hug. Like, I just always know. Because- no, I think she goes for it. I. See, because that, because there was awesome. an example recently when she was covering the Republican National Convention and she's talking to this one girl about like why she's voting for Trump and why she thinks Trump, you know, that America needs Trump or whatever. And at one point, um, she like Samantha says to her like, oh, so he's like a teenager, like throwing a tantrum and like you love that. Like that's what America needs. And it's like so she's calling them out on their like crazy statements yeah. like to their face. So I think she totally does go for it and like doesn't really hold back. And either the people don't get that i mean she's also said in interviews that she's honest about the fact that like they know what her show is you know she's not trying to pretend that she's from like cnbc or something right they know that like it's a comedy show they're gonna let them say what they want to say but they may portray it in like a bit of they're not gonna twist words but you know they're gonna approach it from a comedic point of view so i think like if the person doesn't get like what she's doing or is like fine with being part of that like i think she goes i think she just goes for it and the results are hilarious. I think her show is like one of the most important things that is on TV right now. I think people, yeah. if you're not I, watching I it, like I'm enjoying it more than John Oliver right now. Yeah, like his show is still great. Again, funny women. I would so much more rather watch Samantha B than watch like you would more the rather. Daily Show. I would more rather. I would much more done rather done rather watch. She done already done had hers. In. Exactly. Perfect. I would rather watch Samantha B than I would watch like John Oliver or like. Uh, What's the, what's the, there's oh, another. Oh, Trevor Noah, The Daily Show? Yeah, you know, any of I those. love Stephen Colbert, though. Um, but he doesn't even get to do his, like, usual stuff on. No, well, I'm not talking about him as, as Stephen Colbert. Show. I'm talking about, like. The character Stephen Colbert? I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about, like. Oh, regular the, uh, the Lake Show. Yeah, like, I, uh-huh. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. Aside from Funny Women. Right, so. right. Um, yeah, yeah, Samantha Bee's so good. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm trying to think. There was another stand-up comedian that I watched on Netflix. Oh, her name is Angela Johnson. Do you know I've her? Never. She used to be on Mad TV. She played a character on Mad TV called Bon Quiqui, who worked uh, at like a burger joint. Yeah. She is also hilarious. Wait, she wait, has wait. Done... Is this like complicated order? Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah where people would order like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. crazy things, and she would be like, she would like tell she was gonna cut them, and like, excuse me, like rude, like don't be rude, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. She was also hilarious. Yeah, she was so funny, and she has a couple of Netflix specials that are like definitely worth watching. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, she's hilarious too. But see, all female comedians, I just love. I find women so hilarious, and I like. People need to, like, get over the, like, crazy, antiquated, like, views. It's fucking 2016, people. Like, 
the shit that Leslie Jones had to go through is shit that no one should have to go through. Mm-hmm. I, like, sure, part of it is Twitter's problem, and they do need to, like, work on yeah, know, harassment think- tools and things. But also, like, our society is so... I feel, I find this year in particular has really, like, opened my eyes to, like, how fucked up society can still be. And, like, I like to think that we're so far past all that stuff, but so much of it still exists, and it's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I think social media is one of those things, though. It's like people have, unfortunately, always been saying these things. It's just that now we have an aggregation tool to pool it all together and be like, exactly this many people said this many things in these places. And now we're going to broadcast it. Like, that's the thing. And it lets you find that group of people that share those views. And the other, yes, that and and that we also have websites that are now making like listicles of like insane responses Uh to these things. It's like, well, you're just glorifying, you know, Uh these these responses and these views by, Mm -hmm. you know, screenshotting them okay so keeping on comedy yes uh we're gonna take a moment to talk about gross out comedy versus uh painful comedy uh-huh. and, and so painful comedy meaning painful comedy meaning that kind of comedy where as i kind of deem it when someone is sorry i'm gonna like adjust myself to oh, face of the microphone okay um when someone is uh, having either some kind of a joke played on them or, like, there's someone who is totally, like, deadpan serious to random people. on It's typically random people on the street that are being um, filmed for okay. for something or... Yeah. Um, or yeah because it's almost always real people because that's the thing that that bugs yeah, yeah, me yeah, is yeah. that they don't know that a joke is being played on them and this other person so painful, is not like in the so sense, not in the there. sense of like funny videos of like people getting hurt or like falling off like a treadmill no like, not you're talking like, about like painful to you as the viewer sorry yeah okay, okay. yeah very important distinction because yeah. there are very different types of, to me i find so yeah i guess in the way that I choose to name it, clearly tells you how I feel about it. It's like... It's painful. It's painful to watch. To watch. Like, I, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, my partner is... He loves that. There is a show called Nathan For You that he thinks is the funniest thing ever because this guy comes up with... Basically, it, it's, like, filmed to look like... Um, I don't know, like some kind of like HGTV or sure. I guess yeah. not that necessarily, but like he's going to go to a business and he's going to help them like improve. Uh-huh. Right. But the thing is, is like, he'll come up with like terrible ideas or something. So he came up with for like one restaurant who's like, Oh, like, you know, I, I surveyed the neighborhood and I found like almost every like place around here doesn't have like washrooms for people who aren't customers. So like, we're going to make your washrooms like available to, Mm -hmm. to customers and we're going to make your new slogan, like, you know, Rosa's restaurant, your neighborhood toilet, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So like that, as a concept is funny, except for the fact that it's someone's actual business, yeah, like and they never and they never really seem to realize that like they're like, being they're being made fun of. Almost. Yeah, they're being made fun, of. and that's yeah. I think the thing that bugs me is they're yeah. being made fun of. They're not in on it, and it 
it frustrates me to no end. And like, yes, do I still laugh occasionally at something in it? Yeah, I do. But I still feel like it's so like terrible and unfair to that person who's yeah. not in on that joke. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm very like, I guess I, we would say like I'm a very sympathetic and emotional person in this sense. But like, I can't stand like the just for last gags where it's like there's some like poor old woman is like led to believe that she's like run over like a dog or something right and they're like oh it's so funny but it's like I just feel sad for that poor like old lady or like I you know and I also not even in comedic situations Mm -hmm. necessarily but if there's a show or like an interview and something's getting like really awkward I'm that kind of person where like I want to just like cover my own face because I'm like oh no like I can't watch it like so oh yeah, like painful watching, comedy. Yeah, watching Nathan for you, I would literally leave yeah. the room. I was like, turn it off. I yeah, can't like, you're like, I can't watch look this. at it. Oh, you know what it was? Okay, it was also what what brought this up recently was that um, Bruno was on the movie network mm-hmm. recently, the Sasha Baron Cohen mm-hmm. movie, and Bruno and Borat. I realized I really don't like those movies because it's all movies based on that, right? Like, is he talking to real-life people and he's they talking, he's, like, yes, actually... because uh, at that point, he was not, like, well-known well enough yeah. that it was all actual people thinking that way. Like, he right. interviewed Paula Abdul in right. Bruno, and, like, it was ridiculous, right? But then he became too well-known, so then his movies since then, like, The Dictator yeah. and, like, The Brothers Grimsby and whatnot are, like, um, uh, scripted. Yeah. Uh, and, you know... Not necessarily like the 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 same, and watching like Bruno was on the movie network, watched for like two minutes. I was like, I can't, like I can't yeah. watch this movie. It's too, it it just it gives me like internal hives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? This I I could sort of take this back to what I mentioned about Ellen before, like her talk show now. And again, I love Ellen. I think she's great. She's like super funny. But a lot of the times the like pranks and the jokes she pulls on people to me, it feels, I know it's not mean spirited because I know she doesn't mean it that way, but it feels like laughing at someone versus laughing with someone, right? Because you scare someone and you're laughing at the fact that, Oh, look how you reacted or look how scared you were. You're laughing at that person at that person's expense versus like laughing with them or making like a sort of, good-natured kind of joke. Like, I get that not everyone that's involved with it, like, a lot of the celebrities are, like, you know, good sports about it, or they go and they, you know, they play that hilarious game that I also find awkward, where, like, she puts an earpiece in and they go to Starbucks and, like, she tells them to, you know... They have like, to say... Proclaim out loud, like, Adele has entered, right? And they yeah. have to... And they scream it out at Starbucks and it's all funny and I'm sure the people at Starbucks know that it's Ellen, like, you know, behind all of it, but, like, because they're on the fucking studio a lot, so they're probably like, oh, Ellen's at it again, right? Like, but... You know, I find that a little cringeworthy sometimes too, yeah. because that poor person at like Jamba Juice or Starbucks or the gift shop is like, you're laughing at that person because Jamba it's like, juice. yeah, well, I think there yes. was one, yes. she made Adele go in and like start eating the wheatgrass, like just like rip some out and like start eating it in front. And you're, you're meant to like laugh at the poor employee who's like completely clueless and like, yeah. you know, super confused. And yeah. so to me, like, that's not the kind of comedy I enjoy. I, I find it like, yeah, painful to watch. Yeah. I, so that's I feel obviously the same way yeah. whereas um I think Jackass is hysterical like I'd say maybe three months ago we spent like a, most of a Saturday afternoon and into the evening watching Jackass 1, 2, 2.5 and 3 like 
we just went along. We just kept watching them, like Which one after another. I remember another. you telling me this, and it really surprised me because I would have never pegged you as someone I know. that would enjoy like that kind of gross-out physical comedy. Like I know, from I know, Jackass. it's so funny. Like, yeah, full people never I mean, expect. That. I mean, it would. It I would, never watched the show. Really, it was only ever the movies that I yeah. watched. And I think that Jackass Three is the best movie because a lot of the things that they have. Sorry, when I say, I mean the best of the Jackass <laughs> yes, movies. I got, I got that. Okay. Like, it's not Oscar-worthy <laughs> in your mind, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I really feel like Jackass best was robbed of an Oscar yeah, in no. 2011, no. you know. Um, no, it, it was it was funny, and they just had some ridiculous stunts in that movie because they had yeah. a lot of money to put toward it. Whereas, you know... Um, some of the earlier things. Uh, oh, there was one in like Jackass Two though. This is the kind of gross out that I I did not like. Was um, Stevo put a fish hook through his cheek? He literally yeah. punctures his own cheek with a fish hook, and then they like like try and reel him in like with a fish. Yeah, that to me is disgusting and super gross. I didn't like that, but like you and know. see, but see to me, I look at that and go like. That is not a length anyone should go to just to try to be funny. Like, yeah. you're mutilating your own body to try to be... Like, that, to me, is just stupid. Yeah. I look at that and go, why the hell would you ever stick a fish hook through your cheek? Yeah, like, yeah, That yeah. is just ridiculous. Well, and that's the thing to me, is there's, like, a line where, like, anything that involves, like, permanently, like... Yeah, disfiguring yeah, your face. Yeah, like, or, like, injuring yourself is, like, ooh, no. But if it's, like... They had one that was so stupid in Jackass series called, like, T-Ball or something, and it's, like, a T-Ball mounted on the thing, and, like, so you gotta, like, swing the bat, and then it'll hit it, and it's, like, for, like, the little kids, and they, yeah. like, swing it, and then the ball just spins around on the little pedestal-type yeah. thing. But they had Steve-O stand, like, right next to it, so as it swung around, it was gonna, like, hit him in, in the nuts, and, I like, did that make me laugh? Yes. Was it the funniest thing ever? No, but like that to me is not like a, a super gross out. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably going to hurt. And like the fact that they've done that to themselves a billion times is not great. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, yeah, I, I would much rather watch that than that painful type of comedy that kind of preys on the maybe praise isn't the right word, but preys on the uh, unsuspecting uh, person on the street. Yeah. I mean, for me, too, like, there's a couple of specific examples I can think of. Like, one that always comes to mind is Pitch Perfect, yes. which was a good movie, hilarious. Oh. But there is a scene, I would say, about three quarters of the way through where, like, they all end up, like, all of them, right? Or, like, a couple of them end up, like, vomiting during one of their practices. I just remember at the very beginning that that one girl vomits, like, in, like, Right at the very, oh, there's very a scene. Beginning. There's a scene where, like, Anna Camp ends up throwing up, and then, like, the rest of them, like, seeing her throw up makes them throw up or something. And I was just... It felt to me so out of place in that movie. And I was like, what is this? What am I watching all of a sudden? Like, and it just completely turns me off. And the other example that I would use would be Scary Movie. You know, that mm-hmm, franchise? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought the first one was really funny because it made some, like, really poignant, like parody of actual horror movies and as a fan of like slasher like horror movies I actually thought it was super funny like the way they made fun of it and stuff and then the second movie I tried to watch the second one and it opens with like this really weird disgusting like exorcism scene that involves like vomit and different like and it was just I was like oh like no this is not the kind of like it just went completely in the other direction and I was like I can't 
do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is not at all funny. It makes me like nauseous. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Like, well, do you remember when there was like that period from like 2003 to like 2008 when like there were just parody movies of yes. all of them? like there disaster was that, like, movie, and date was, like, movie, yeah. disaster movie. There was that. There was like, that Twilight. Yeah, one. exactly. I, I was what it just trying to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like vampires suck. Oh yeah, that's that what it was. Called, yeah, right? and like. All, and then not to mention, like, a billion scary movies, mm-hmm. not another teen movie, like, so many, right? Yeah. I'm glad we've gone away from that. Thank God, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, then I love Bridesmaids is, like, one of my favorite comedies uh-huh. of all time. Uh-huh. That has some gross-out comedy in it, but it's fake. But less graphic, too. Comedy. Like, there's a little bit, but, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's more, more in terms implied. of implied of what yeah. it is. Yeah, you yeah. you don't. Yeah, very good point. The yeah. only bit is when um, there's a little uh, bit of vomit. What's like... what's what's um, Wendy McClendon Covey? <laughs> what what's what's Wendy McClendon Covey's uh, character's name? I honestly name in don't know their characters' names very well. Like I I don't remember Rhonda. Maybe it's Rhonda. Yeah. Sure, let's go with Rhonda. I don't know. Um, it could be. She pukes on Melissa McCarthy's. No, hair. no, 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 no. It's it's Wendy McClendon is in the is she's in the toilet and Ellie oh, Kemper's Ellie Kemper. character. Yeah, comes yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. vomits on her head. Which, <laughs> Look away. Yeah. Look which away. Is, which is like, like which ah, is it's coming out of me like lava. It's like the, oh, the it's implication so funny. is funny. Like yeah. that scene was hilarious. And like yeah. Maya Rudolph in the street in the wedding dress. Like, but it's because you don't it's see it. Happen. Like, it's yeah, happen. it's happening. It's happening. It, like, it happened. You yeah. don't see it, right? Or it's, the the Kristen wig with the Jordan Almonds. Like, yeah. oh, and they're just like sweating yeah. so much. Like, but that's the oh, thing. I'm just hungry. I could use a snack. Like, yeah. it's it's funnier in the same way that a lot of good horror movies are made scarier by the fact that you don't. see see the gore yes it's the same thing it's funnier because you don't see it you're not grossed out the implication is enough because we all know what's happening and we can relate to the funniness but then exactly. if you were to see like you it's, know, it's yeah. like you've taken it a step too far if you yeah. actually show all of that like it's too much it, like in the same way that a lot of good horror movies you don't see someone getting stabbed or you don't see yeah. it's the fear comes from you know what's happening yeah. and you don't see it like that's what makes it creepy so to kind of wrap this up mm-hmm. and to also tie back to our other previous mm-hmm. two movies that I thoroughly enjoyed with funny women mm-hmm. are um, The Heat mm-hmm. and Spy mm-hmm. as well. All Melissa McCarthy movies. All Melissa McCarthy movies. All Paul Feig movies as well. I thought I didn't hate The Heat. Because I, I also love Sandra Bullock. That was my other I thing. I do it's love like, Sandy. Uh, I do Sandy love B, Sandy. I watched Miss Congeniality recently. Yeah. Like, within yeah. the last 24 hours. She is great. I, I find the role she chooses so interesting. She goes from these, like, you know, blindside, like, sort of, like, serious roles to, like, you know, all about Steve and, like, the heat. Like, she picks these, like, super... Like, okay. she was so great in Blindside, but she's also great in, like, Miss Congeniality. I and, like, think I am the only person in the world that liked All, all About Steve. Steve. Yes. I didn't... I love it. Because you know why? I had recently come out, and Bradley Cooper was so fucking hot in that movie. <laughs> Holy Jesus. I do believe he's straight. I don't. But that is another topic <laughs> for another time. So, um... Yeah, this, I mean, Spy was great. I still... I still believe Spy should have just been a little bit shorter. I think it was just a little too long. But 
it was it was funny. Miranda, Miranda another Hart. funny woman. Oh my God, Miranda funny Hart. woman, Miranda Hart. Yeah. Yes, oh, she's yes. great. Yes, I'm so glad I watched that show because you guys wouldn't stop talking about it, and I was like, I should watch Miranda. Yes, and it was and listeners so wonderful. watch Miranda. It's a BBC show. There's like eighteen episode, twenty episodes total. In really all funny. of the yeah, really funny. So especially seasons one and two. Yeah, so funny. It gets a little serious at points in season three. So 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 yeah. so funny. Yeah, fantastic. Well, anything else? Comedy episode? No, not particularly. I mean, you know, funny women rule. Haters gonna hate, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no painful comedy. Yeah, no painful comedy. Yeah, please, please, none of that. What kind of comedy do you like? Let us know. Um, we're at oh, so yeah, curse um, on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Twitter is at so purse. Instagram is at so purse podcast. Okay. Facebook, just look up so purse. Yep. And then you can also email us so purse podcast at gmail Correct. Um, and yeah, let us know what kind of comedy you like. Do you have a favorite funny woman? We want to know. We want to know. We love them all. We do. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, Bye, gal. gal.